key of forgiveness. One of the most common unprocessed emotions is unforgiveness. It is one most of us carry around at some point in our lives. It's common because we live in a fallen world where with a lot of other humans who also make mistakes. Some of their mistakes affect us either directly or indirectly. Sometimes the person is clearly aware, maybe even intentional in offending us. Other times they may be completely unaware and it's more about our perspective. Maybe they unintentionally offend us and we run with it. We retell ourselves their offenses over and over until that becomes what our brain actually looks for. It becomes a neural pathway that we want to change, but we start to feel the least bit of an offense and before we know it, we have a long list of offenses. It's as if our brain can only find the wrong in the person or the situation. That's because once we have a thought, our brain is wired to find evidence to support that thought. Once we allow an offense to take root, we must be diligent to not let it fester and become a root of bitterness. It's out of Hebrews 12. When our body feels an emotion, remember emotions are physical like a wave, it automatically starts mixing up a little cocktail for us to drink. We drink this cocktail of unforgiveness, but it only affects us. The offender does not feel it. They don't take even one sip. In fact, they may seem to be just going about their life as if nothing happened. Have you ever had that happen? I know I have. You're in the majority, but unforgiveness takes a toll on the body and it can cause a misery that no one wants to carry around or be around. So what can we do? Well, we can start with renewing our mind to forgiveness. It is really a gift more for us than for the offender. If it seems difficult to forgive someone, you can ask God to help you see the person as he does. This tells your brain to look for the best in them and to see them as a human with their own struggles. At times I've had to remind myself that Christ has forgiven me so surely I can forgive others. Colossians 3 even tells us to clothe ourselves with mercy, kindness, humility, gentleness, patience, and to forgive anyone who offends us. The Lord forgave you, so you should forgive others. It really is the key that unlocks so much misery and gives us true freedom. There is a sweet peace that comes when we harbor no offense. In fact, a life well lived is one that forgives quickly and does our best to be unoffendable. If that seems like a really tall task, it may take a bridge thought, like a little baby step, that can be used to renew our mind. A question that comes up is, should I verbally let the person know I have forgiven them? I believe that is a decision that you have to make based on that circumstance, based on the relationship. Did they know you were offended? Would telling them make the situation better or worse? How do you see the relationship moving forward? If you are forgiving someone of a genuine wrong they have done, it may be good to let them know because it allows them to experience the love and mercy of God through you. 
you can be a channel of his love and mercy and forgiveness. You may be the very one that God is using in their lives to see a little bit more of him. Many times we find ourselves needing to forgive someone who hasn't asked for forgiveness. It's not the actual apology that we need to forgive them. But we do need to be cautious of what we make the apology mean. In other words, we often want to make it mean that we are seen, that our hurts were seen, that they mattered. And ultimately, we know that who we really need to be seen by is our loving Father, the only one who really sees all things and all people. And we know we are seen by Him. Another question people often ask is, if I forgive, do I have to forget? And I'd say, to the best of our ability, it's a great idea. I also say that we should forgive and be wise. Don't hold on to the offense, let it go, but also learn from the situation. Holding on to an offense is much like trying to hold on to a porcupine. The tighter we hold on, the more it hurts us. So ask yourself, what would happen if I let this go? If I let them off the hook, what would I be left with? Less hurt? How would it change me if I forgave them? Would it make me stronger? Would I learn the lessons? That God's teaching me. Much like drinking the cocktail of unforgiveness, when we let the offense go, we are the ones that get to experience the relief. Then we drink a little cocktail of relief because we are the ones released off the hook, actually. They like they didn't even know they were on a hook. Some say there is no hook. Sometimes the person we need to forgive is actually ourselves. Have you ever felt like you are unkind to yourself? Like your thoughts are keeping you down? Maybe you know you did something that needs to be forgiven. And today is that day of forgiveness. God is faithful and just to forgive us. When he does, then we need to make sure our own thoughts about ourselves line up with his thoughts about us. Since we have experienced his forgiveness, we need to do the same and forgive ourselves. Our brain likes to keep us stuck, and sometimes it'll find things to keep us believing the worst, so we don't have to create a new thought or a new neural pathway. It can keep us in this cycle if we aren't taking our thoughts captive. Are you tired of feeling unforgiveness, bitter, frustrated? What do those feelings create for you? How do they make you show up to your relationships? If you recognize this pattern, start with your thoughts. Your brain always tries to make the thoughts you have right. It looks for all the evidence it can find to make them right. So bring a thought up, evaluate it, and choose a new one. Choose one that's gonna serve you better. 
This is how you can rewire your brain one thought at a time. Don't give away your agency, your God-given power to choose your thoughts. You have the agency to change by changing your thoughts, by taking them captive. I have been helping my clients do this and walking through it with them step by step. Sometimes we have very difficult people or situations and I don't intend to make light of such. I have personally experienced this as well and empathize. As you already know, those people or situations take an extra measure of care. You may need to protect yourself and your mental health and step back for a season. Just know there is relief available. You can choose to forgive even those difficult people or situations because then you are the one that experiences the relief. It's for you. It's the key for your relief. Depending on the relationship or situation, you can choose to stay connected through your thoughts towards them. You can choose thoughts that lead to unconditional love and seeing them as God sees them. You can even commit to pray for them as this can be greatly helpful. We may eventually come to view them as a unique blessing because they caused us to dig deeper and grow in our own walk. Even if we still wish they didn't do whatever they did, we can appreciate the growth in our life. In this way, lessons are blessings. So as I end today, I want to encourage you to give yourself the gift of forgiveness and also forgive that person. Yep, that one. The one that keeps coming to your mind. Until next time, this is my hope for you. You can find me at stephaniejohns.com or on the gram at the Hope Coach. You can also use the links below to join my email list or the form for one-on-one coaching.